Thank you for joining the Dark Light Podcast. Here at the Dark Light Podcast, you will find information about the absolute truth. Hang on tight as we go to discover the light in the darkness. It's Christmas Eve. I don't even know where to begin. But as I sit and think about all of the many holidays and the season of giving that we are now approaching. I can't help but wonder if the people, the masses, the sheeple will ever come to terms with the facts and realize that we are on a path to hell. We're not on a path to truth and light and God, but rather we have decided to either keep our eyes shut and not look at the evidence, the facts, or we're just too stupid to care. It's one or the other because we're on the road to hell. Why do I say that? Because the holy word of God says that. In all of the years that I've been talking, creating podcasts, divulging the inner meaning of the truth as it is in Jesus the Christ. I have yet to see a single person pick up the mantle and teach the absolute truth. There are those who listen and study and read and ponder the ideas which come forth in the light of God's word. We should all be doing that on a daily basis. like the Bereans who searched the scriptures daily to see if 
the words of the apostles were actually true. And then, when we find out what the Word of God actually says, we must then do what the Word of God says. As unpleasant as that may be. When God speaks, we are to listen and then we are to do exactly what God has asked us to do. There is no other way. You can't take the words of God and tweak them, kind of modernize them, suggest that, well, God didn't really mean what he said. It kind of looks like he said one thing, but since all of these years later, thousands of years later, we're doing something completely different, eh, God will understand. Millions and billions of people can't be wrong, can they? Welcome to Sheeple World. It's like the joke I saw with all the cows going to the slaughterhouse on the big conveyor belt. And they're all wearing masks except one cow. And the other cows yell out, Mr. Farmer, Mr. Farmer, Eric here, the cow, he's not wearing a mask. But for some reason, the cows can't realize that they're on a path to the slaughterhouse. They're on a conveyor belt going to get their heads cut off. What difference does it make if you're wearing a mask? And yet, that's how the real world functions. Everybody's trying to point out everybody else's mistakes. And yet, every one of those people is on the road to hell. It's not going to end well. Because it's not the truth. You can't make up your own truth and then expect God to accept you at the pearly gates. Jesus the Christ emphatically said, only those who do the will of my Father shall enter into the kingdom. Let that sink in. It's not good enough to have faith in Jesus the Christ. It's not good enough to have faith in your church. It's not good enough to think that you can overlook the plain statements of the Word of God and still somehow wiggle through the pearly gates into heaven. Many are called, but few are chosen. Why is that? You can never 
make it to the promised land unless you live in the light of truth. Divine truth is one. It's not two. It's not a opinion. It's not some kind of church manual with a bunch of rules in it. And if you follow those rules, somehow they make up for all the mistakes that you're making in your life. Just go to confession every once in a while and you'll somehow be okay. Bible doesn't teach that. The word of God is clear. Only those who do the will of the Father shall enter into the kingdom. God has spoken and we must pay attention. We must listen to the truth. No matter how difficult it is to accept that truth. We must accept it and we must live in the light of the truth. Anything else is living a lie. Anything else is a man-made, fabricated religion. Anything else is falsehood. And all lies originate with the father of lies, the devil himself. Jesus the Christ said that. So let me be perfectly clear. When I talk about what the Bible actually says, it's not my opinion. It's what the Bible actually says. John 4, verse 21 through 24. Woman, Jesus replied, Believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know. For salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth. 
for they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit, and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and in the truth. Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 6 For thus says the Lord of hosts Cut down her trees Cast up a siege mound against Jerusalem This is the city that must be punished. There is nothing but oppression within her. Many times when we look in the Word of God, there are scriptures and verses which can easily be twisted out of context. And at the same time, the context must be understood in order to discover the actual truth within the Word of God. Jesus the Christ was very clear when he predicted the destruction of Jerusalem. Jesus the Christ said, Your house is left unto you desolate. Not one stone will be left upon another. And in A.D. 70, the Romans destroyed the temple of God. Let me be clear. Jesus was emphatic that salvation was from the Jews. To the woman of Samaria, he said, You worship what you do not know. We, the Jews, worship what we do know for salvation is of the Jews. The Savior of the world is of the Jews. He's not of the Buddhist. He's not of the Hindus. He's not of the Christians or the Roman Catholics. But the Savior of the world is of the Jews. There's a lot of talk today about anti-Semitism, anti-Zionism, anti-Jewism. Let me be clear. The Word of God, specifically the Old Testament, is a Jewish written, compiled book. And for Christians, specifically fundamentalist Christians, 
theologically based evangelical so-called Christians to suggest that Jews are saved one way because they're the chosen of God and that the rest of the world is saved through the Christian faith is nothing short of diabolical nonsense. The Bible doesn't teach that. Jesus the Christ, in speaking to the woman at the well, clearly said that the time is coming and now is when you will not worship God on the mountain in Jerusalem or the counter mountain in Samaria. But you will worship God in spirit and in truth. Jesus did not say the time is coming when you will worship God as a Christian. Jesus did not say you will worship God in Rome, in the city built on seven hills. Oh no. Jesus said, you will not worship God on this mountain in Jerusalem. Can't happen. Never. So for all you Zionists who want to rebuild the temple in Jerusalem, give it up. The mouth of the Lord has spoken. And God your Jehovah God has said, destroy Jerusalem. Jesus the Christ said, not one stone will be left upon another. Your house is left unto you desolate. Let me be clear. The word of God is the truth. We don't have to like it. But God has spoken. Are you listening? Jesus the Christ, when he was here on earth, went about teaching the truth. The New Testament clearly teaches that in Christ Jesus there is no Jew, no Greek, no Gentile, no free man, no slave. In Christ Jesus we all become one we become children of the Most High God. Never confuse politics with the truth. 
never accept religion for the truth. The truth, as it is in Jesus the Christ, is all that matters. Salvation is of the Jews. Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 1 through 25. Hear the word that the Lord Jehovah speaks to you, O house of Israel. Thus says the Lord Jehovah, learn not the way of the nations, nor be dismayed at the signs of the heavens, because the nations are dismayed at them. For the customs of the peoples are vanity. A tree from the forest is cut down and worked with an axe by the hands of a craftsman. They decorate it with silver and gold. They fasten it with a hammer and nails so that it cannot move. Their idols are like scarecrows in a cucumber field, and they cannot speak. They have to be carried, for they cannot walk. Do not be afraid of them, for they cannot do evil, neither is it in them to do good. And here we see that God himself is talking about, well, a fir tree, a Christmas tree, a tree which is brought into the house, whether it be your own house or the house of the Lord. And it is decorated with gold and silver ornaments. This practice, the Bible states, is pagan. So let's understand the context. It's in the context of worship. Idols cannot speak. Idols cannot hear. Idols must be carried. Sound familiar? The Roman Catholic Church holds that the pine cone is the essence of the pine tree, the Christmas tree, and it represents the pineal gland in the brain. So let me be clear. The foundation and formation of Christmas, the Christ mass, 
is Roman Catholic. And the Christmas tree is a pagan symbol brought into the house of worship, which Jehovah, the Lord God, forbids. God is clear. The context is worship. We are not to bring anything in to worship that has its origins in paganism. Notice that in Jeremiah, it clearly states that the images cannot do evil and they cannot do any good. That's a little different than what the Roman Catholic Church, the so-called Christian Roman Catholic Church, teaches. Why do you pray to Mary, the image of Mary, or the image of Jesus hanging on a cross, or the apostles, Peter, John, James, the list is endless. Thomas, why are we praying to images? They can't do you any good, nor can they do you any evil. They're worthless. Throw them out. They don't belong in the context of worship. And neither does a Christmas tree. Let me be clear. The Bible forbids the worship of images. Whether they be human or of nature itself. We are not to worship those things. Which the Roman Catholic Church clearly worships. Ezekiel 17 verse 24. And all of the trees of the field shall know that I am the Lord. I bring low the high tree, and I make high the low tree, dry up the green tree, and make the dry tree flourish. I am the Lord. I have spoken, and I will do it. Worshipping the creature rather than the creator is a pastime of the sheeple, the pagans, the lost. Don't be one of them. The Bible and the Bible alone was given for the purpose 
of salvation, saving humanity from itself, saving the world from sin, degradation, and basically going to hell. The concepts, the notions, the ideas that are now being touted as gospel truth are anything but. To suggest that if you don't believe in an actual soul, you're somehow non-Christian is a fallacy beyond comprehension. An actual burning place called hell does not exist. And yet, millions and millions of so-called Christians believe in such nonsense. And yet the word of God is clear. The day is coming when the heavens will melt with fervent heat. The lake of fire will swallow up the false prophet, the beast, and the devil himself. Don't be among those who are swallowed up in the lake of fire. The word of God clearly states that God has a law and God has a testimony. That law and that testimony belong to the whole world. The law was not written for one person. The law of God was written for all of humanity. Study the word of God, the holy word of God. Study to know the truth as it is in Jesus the Christ. We celebrate Christmas as the birthday of Jesus the Christ, knowing full well that he was actually born in the springtime, not the winter.
the three wise men who traveled for years to bring presents to the king of kings, the baby Jesus was not a baby anymore when the wise men showed up. He was at least three and a half, four years old. And yet, we picture the wise men and the shepherds simultaneously worshiping at the manger of Jesus the Christ. Of course, the artists got it wrong. But never mind that. We must worship God in spirit and in truth. Do, do not be deceived. Do not think that God will accept your worship because you're sincere. Do not believe that God will overlook your sinful life. Have faith in Jesus the Christ and the truth that he brought to this world. It is only by having faith in the truth that we are saved. Our lives are transformed and we become the sons and daughters of God. Have a Merry Christmas and know that God loves you. You have been listening to The Dark Light. Thank you for joining us. Please like, subscribe, and tell your friends about The Dark Light Podcast. We would love to have you here each and every day to discover the light in the darkness. Thank you.